patterns, permutations, time, rhythm, coordination, meter, concentration, tempo, modulation, groove. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast. This is Rich Stitzel, and it's time to go deeper with your practice. Hey, hey, Rich Stitzel here. Welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast, episode 11. It's a cool, rainy, dark fall day in Chicago, the beginning of fall. I love it. Uh, The leaves are starting to hit the ground, change colors, and it's a season that I always get excited about because I always feel like I'm most creative in the fall because it's, uh, it's easier to be inside in the fall. Although every year the fall starts to hit and all I want to do is take naps. So that's my own challenge I, I work through every year. I'm like, yes, the fall's coming. I can't wait to be creative. And then it's here and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to sleep. However, I don't. I make sure that I get down to the studio really all the time now. I mean, it's I'm in the studio every single day and it doesn't matter the season. I'm just down here working and I love it and it's never ending and I do like the fall though. So I invited you to ask questions about drumming or the business of music and I did get a bunch of questions come in which is awesome so I'm going to go ahead and answer the first one right now this one comes from Nick in Brooklyn what's up Nick he I I think he was responding to one of my Instagram stories little clips I've been having fun just kind of posting my food over there People are always, all my friends are always saying, man, you're posting way too many pictures of your food because I used to do that on Facebook all the time because my food is awesome looking and I, I love seeing it. <laughs> so, but so I put it in a place that's a little bit more secluded over on Instagram stories. And uh, right in the heat of me posting a bunch of those little video clips, Nick writes, hey, Rich, are you a vegetarian? Do you find it helps your drumming? And uh, I thought that was a great question. So here's the deal with it. I am a vegetarian, by the way, but here's here's kind of the three-part story of, of my vegetarianism. I've been a vegetarian for probably the majority of the last 20 years. Um, but it started in Texas, and I was doing it for health reasons. I, I, felt, I was feeling sloggy. I was feeling like I didn't have any energy. And um, in hindsight, it was probably because, as you probably know, being a, a professional musician and being a freelance musician at that, you're going all the time, you know, gigs, sessions, teaching, being on the road is exhausting. So all those things added up to me just feeling I had no energy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a vegetarian because I think that'll make me feel better. So I'll feel healthier and I'll have more energy. So I did it. And um, the funny part of being in Texas and being in a band that's on the road is all my Texas bandmates, and I love them dearly, they're my brothers, they wanted to hit the best barbecue places that we could find in every city when we would go play all these places in Texas. And that kind of translated into my diet becoming white bread and potato salad and coleslaw and pickles. We had a joke that even the water had meat in it. So I actually ended up doing that for just a little bit over two years. And by the end, by the time I was like, I can't do this anymore, I was even more exhausted. And it's because I wasn't eating right. I was eating I wasn't eating any meat, but I also wasn't really eating any nutrients. So it was it was pretty bad, and I got very tired. I was tired even more. So uh, I broke it and, and went back into eating meat for a little while. And not too long after that, I moved to Chicago. And again, I'm racing around like crazy. I'm finally 
you know, in the scene and I'm teaching all the time and I'm gigging all the time. And I'm not on the road as much, but I'm working around the clock. You know, if you live in a city, you know, a bigger city where traffic is an issue, you are either, you're on the go all the time. You're either sitting in traffic or you're working. So that was my life again. And I was in a hurry like crazy. And I started realizing, man, every meal I'm eating is while I'm in my car driving. I'm eating fast food and it's not good. And I thought, man, this is not, this is not going to work. I'm not going to survive my lifestyle if I'm eating like this. So I realized that there was a, I moved to a new apartment in the city and at the end of my block was a restaurant that was a raw food restaurant. It was one of two in Chicago. And when I say raw food, I mean raw vegetables. Uh, So I talked to the chef. I went over and you know, I ate there and the food was awesome. It was fantastic. So I talked to the chef and he had a meal plan. And he basically explained to me that if you eat food that hasn't been cooked above 125 degrees, the enzymes are still intact. So I guess once food goes over 125 degrees, the natural enzymes that are in the food die. So the idea of raw food is when you're trying to digest the food, your body doesn't have to use its own enzymes. That's how food gets broken down is the body's enzymes come out and start breaking the food down for digestion. But if the enzymes are intact in the food that you eat, those enzymes do the work and so you don't you don't get that food coma after you eat you still you you actually get the nutrients and you don't lose that energy from trying to digest the food. So I'm like, okay, cool, man. I'm going to go for this. So I I signed up for a meal plan. And that was basically every meal that I ate, I picked it up twice a week. I think they they had this really cool plan. So twice a week, I'd go pick up all these cartons of food and they'd last me, you know, you go three days at a time. So it doesn't get old. And all my meals were there. They were prepared. It was super convenient. And I was super healthy because I was only eating that food only. I didn't eat anything else except that. And um, it was great. I had tons of energy, very, very clear thinking. My mind was extremely clear. I felt more creative. I felt more in control of my playing. I felt more in tune with what was going on on stage. Like Having a raw diet, completely raw food diet, is definitely puts you in a different mental state, definitely. But after six months of eating that same food, it was a Turkish uh, chef. And so the food had a certain, uh, they, all the f- food had a kind of a certain flavor to it. And eventually I'm just like, I can't eat this food anymore. The flavors, and I, and I was t- way too busy to do it myself, to make the food myself. So I, I got off of that and kind of went back into very minor meat, slowly started eating meat again. I didn't like go back out and eat a steak or anything, a little fish, a little sushi. Uh, eventually though, it, it became fast food again. <laughs> Because musicians are busy and it's nonstop. So, um, so the so that happened. So the first time was for health, didn't stick. Second time was for convenience, didn't stick. And the third time, which is in the time I'm in now, has been for the past uh, probably ten years. I've been in this one, and uh, I made a decision to. I, I started really getting into the study of Zen Buddhism, and of course, I've always studied like quantum mechanics and and math and stuff like that. I love that stuff, and of course. Um, quantum mechanics starts to starts to lean into philosophical territory a little bit with kind of observer created reality and I'm, I won't even go into stuff like that. So the philosoph- the philosophy of quantum mechanics is related to uh, some concepts like Zen Buddhism and 
Um, so I was studying that and I was studying meditation and I was reading books by people like Ken Wilber and Eckhart Tolle and it was very eye-opening just the the philosophy and the concept of uh, kind of being in harmony with all things without I don't want to get into a religious talk or anything here but you know it's part of the part of the Buddhism stuff that I was studying was uh, basically happiness comes from not being at odds with anything in your experience. And so I thought about that a lot. It's like, okay, you want to experience peace, then don't judge anything. Because if you don't judge anything, the reason we judge stuff is because it's, it's something's not the way we think it should be. So if we're able to kind of step beyond the need to judge what's outside of us, then we step into a, a deeper sense of peace. And this is a slippery slope, and I, I don't really want to get into the discussion here I, because it, it can easily turn into an argument, <laughs> uh, as you can imagine, because you start to play the what-if game. And uh, living in a hypothetical world in a conversation is actually not doing any good as far as uh, progressing into a deeper mental state of of uh, peace. So uh, that was uh, that was big for me. I was really getting into that, and I realized that if I'm going to be, you know, living in this peaceful state, then I can't partake in eating meat that has been, you know, where an animal has been killed. So the third time became all about peace for me, and it became about kind of respecting all life. And like I said, that's that time has stuck. It also corresponds with uh, my wife being a vegetarian and also understanding what's important to eat. And she's very good at making the right food. And we, you know, we eat, we actually eat out a lot because there's so many great vegetarian places in Chicago. So we eat a lot of good, good vegetarian food. Do I find it helps my drumming? So that's also kind of a philosophical question because I think that everything is is sort of one thing. You know, your experience in life is just the culmination of where you're at inside in your consciousness. You kind of reflect that out into the world and that's what you're experiencing. That's that's kind of my angle on things. So I definitely think that, um, you know, having a more peaceful mind and kind of having a greater respect for all life has definitely changed the way that I think about music. I think that it it changes the way that I interact with people on the bandstand. I feel like, you know, we evolve in so many ways and I always wonder, is it because I'm older now? Is it because I'm more mature? Is it because I've just played so many gigs that I I don't feel like I just have to get there and say everything right away in a, in a musical situation. Uh, I love being the uh, backbone nowadays and, and kind of giving everyone a, a big open playing field to express their, their musical ideas. And um, that's, that's just a huge joy for me. And I, I play with musicians that are just unbelievably amazing. And so I love holding it down and just letting everyone do their thing. I, now, I still interact and I still you know, it's not like I, I turn off and just go like a machine or anything. I, I, I love the organicness of it and I, and I still interact, but I don't feel the need to like interject as much unless it, unless it's necessary. I mean, it's art. So, you know, you're playing music and you're playing, if, if you're playing improvised music, it's art. So it, it depends on the vibe of where everyone's at, at that particular moment. But I do feel like I'm less in my mind when I'm playing and more in my heart when I'm playing, I guess you could say that. I'm enjoying everyone else's contributions and I want to do what I can do to support their creativity as much, much as possible. 
Now, is that related to being a vegetarian? I don't know. I think philosophically, like I said, I think it just has to do with just wanting to be a more peaceful person is what it comes down to. Okay, wow, that's kind of a crazy answer to that question. I hope I didn't freak anybody out, but uh, there you have it. Nick in Brooklyn, thank you so much for asking. And uh, I have a bunch of other questions, so I'll I'll get to those in other podcasts. Okay, I'm going to change the subject big time because I want to... uh, I want to remind you all that if you're in Chicago, I would love to have you come out to a foundational series uh, group class. It's a drop-in style class, so you you don't have to commit to anything, but you can just come anytime you want. You do you do sign up, just so I know you're coming. What we do is we sit down with the foundational series book, which I highly recommend. If you don't have the foundational series book, which is book one of the Drum Mantra catalog, it's a majorly important introduction into the whole structure of developing polyrhythmic coordination between your limbs. And uh, so it's foundational series book. It's only available at richstitzelmusic.com. I pulled it from Amazon. Um, I just I just like to be in control of it. And I like to know who's getting the book so I can be in touch because it's different than, you know, you, you buy drum books all the time. And I just want to make sure that you want you feel like you're connected to me when you have the book. So I like to be in touch and I like to know who has the book so I can communicate with you. Anyway, so uh, you come in with sticks and a throne and I provide bass drum pedals and pads So we're playing on pads because it could get pretty loud with a bunch of drummers. Anyway, so you come in and we sit down as a group and we start playing through the exercises in the book as a group, which is so much fun. The play-alongs are about six and a half minutes long, so we try to get through maybe three or four of those. And then I'll jump around to the book depending on who's in the class and I'll sort of show you some different concepts from some of the different sections and talk about how the book works on a deeper level and uh, it's a lot of fun and like I said there's there's really you can be at any level I have people that are kind of new to the whole idea of drumming and I also have people come in that have Grammys under their belt who tour the world Uh, so it's the because everyone is playing the exact same thing, it really doesn't matter. As long as you can play constant and consistent 16th notes at 93 beats a minute and understand the difference between an unaccented and an accented note, and your sticking is right, left, right, left. There are five different stickings, but if you can do right, left, right, left, 93 beats a minute and be able to play accents on purpose between one or the other hand while you are playing a quarter note pulse with your right foot, then you're good to go. That's that's where everything starts. So if you can do that, I invite you to come out. You can get more information at my website, richstitzelmusic.com. It's called the Foundational Series Group Class. It's every Sunday at 1 p.m. and every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. And make sure that you uh, do register because there are times where I have gigs and I have to cancel the class. So just make sure that you check and, and that the class is happening. But it, it's pretty much constant. So if you're in Chicago and you'd like to come up and check it out, or if you know someone in Chicago and you're somewhere else in the country hearing this, spread the news. It's a lot of fun and um, people have just had a great time and, and there's been so many great reports of very quick improvement in coordination and comfort and relaxation and awareness just from just from one class. So again, I invite you out to the foundational series class. One final thing for this particular podcast, I think that's probably going to be enough for today, um, is if you would like to check out a completely free drum lesson from me, 
from my website. I would love to share this with you. There is a, I'll give you a web address that you can go to, and uh, all you have to do is to get the get the lesson delivered to you in your email is just put your email in and I will send you, it's a eight exercise series called the Groove Meditations and it's fun. It's a five measure long phrase. There's, there's five note groupings involved over a groove. So if you're interested in that, if you haven't checked that out, a lot of people have checked that out already, but um, if you're not one of those people and you'd like to see it and experience what a lesson, what one of my video lessons feels like, one of my video series feels like, um, I'd love to invite you to experience this one for free. It is richstitzelmusic.com forward slash pages forward slash free. richstitzelmusic.com forward slash pages forward slash free. I'll put that in the show notes and uh, I'd love to invite you over for a free lesson just to check it out. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. Happy practicing. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating. And please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.